About to listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takare. Bishop Kwesi Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Kwesi Ampofo. As I sing praises to your name. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I welcome you into our midst this morning. Speak to us and um, bless your people as they have come in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we are in the season of fasting and prayers. I started speaking last week about the benefits of fasting and prayer. So I'm going to complete it today. And next week, we are going to do something else. Um, during the fasting and prayer, there is a book that we are using. It's called The Formula for Humility. Can I have a copy of that book? And everybody's supposed to have a copy of that book. And during the fasting time, this becomes your second textbook that we use and we read it and we study it and um, we believe God to apply the things in the book to ourselves. Are you with me? Now the Bible says that Jesus said that if you cannot become like a child or if you cannot become like a servant then you are going to have some issues when it comes to his accepting you or even our eventual rewards in heaven. Amen. And so to be as humble as a child, um, you should not assume that you know what it is. You have to actually do a study to understand how to be humble like a child. What is the humility of a child? What is pride? Pride is something that you can't see easily. You understand? And the, to, the weapon against pride is humility. And the humility too, it is something that is like amoeba. You can't really see clearly that this is humility. So by the grace of God, um, in this book, Bishop tries to dissect what it means to be as humble as a child and what it means to be as lowly as a servant. Amen. And so as we study the book, we would learn some things that we must apply in our lives. Okay? So everybody is supposed to get one of this book. This is a year of serving God. Is that not the case? So this year, you must do something practically for God in the church. Because you can't say you are serving God and it is imaginary. So you have to plug yourself into something. 
Okay, you have to insert yourself into an activity in the church. So be looking out for an opportunity to do something physical in church. Do something for the Lord. Do something for the Lord. Do something for the Lord. And I'm sure that you're going to be very, um, very, very blessed. Amen. Now we are looking at the benefits of fasting and prayer. So last week, what did I give you? It strengthens our spirit man and makes us strong. Amen. So the year ahead of us is quite long, isn't it? Twelve months. Already the first one is finishing. Uh, And so to go through the year, you need to be strong. And so fasting and prayer at the beginning of the year helps you to be strong and helps you to prepare to meet your spiritual battles. Amen. It helps you to meet your spiritual battles. Okay, so we looked at some verses. We looked at Matthew chapter 12. And Jesus said, How or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods? So we can learn from there that if you are a weak person, then an external person would come in to spoil your goods. Now, in this case, Satan is the one who is that external person. The Bible says that the thief, he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Is that not the case? And that is Satan's work. Satan comes to destroy our life. He comes to steal our blessings. He comes to steal our joy. He comes to bring difficulty in our life. And so Jesus is saying, explaining that if Satan comes to you and meets you as a weak a weak, a weak guard, guardian of a house, a, a, a watchman who is weak, or a security man who is weak, or a house owner who is weak, then Satan would overcome you and then he would take the things that belongs to you. Amen. He would take your joy, he would take your peace, he would take your blessing, he would take anything God is giving to you. Remember Daniel? God sent him an answer to a prayer, which was understanding. It wasn't money, even. He was sending, God was sending him a revelation. And even that one, Bible says for 21 days, the prince of Persia withstood him and fought with Gabriel and tried to prevent Gabriel from bringing the revelation to Daniel. You see, but Daniel persisted in prayer. And as you pray, you are here on earth, but then there are spirit beings like angels who are also fighting with us. You get? So as Daniel prayed on earth, the angels battled in the heavenlies. And he overcame because he was a strong man. Daniel was a strong man. Amen. He was strong in prayer. And your prayer is a kind of a force that the angels use to also do their battles. Amen. Your prayers, your instructions, your statements, your declarations are things that fuel and empower the angels to work on your behalf. So when you are quiet and when you are not speaking, especially about your life, about your situation, and you are not making declarations, the angels seem not to have weapons to fight on your behalf. And so that is why Satan will try to make you to be a, a, 
a, a dumb Christian, a mumu Christian, a quiet Christian who does not speak and does not talk about anything. But you see, you must learn to speak. You must learn to command the things about your life. You must learn to make decrees in the name of Jesus. You must declare that I pour slippery oil in the path of my enemies. Anyone who is trying to bring problems into my life and my business in the month of February, I pour okra mixed with oil in their path in Jesus' name. Hey! Yeah! You have to say it. It's the way you say it then the angel will begin to laugh. He said, hey, now we are mixing okra with the oil. He said, look, okra mixed with oil. Bring it now. One okra with oil. And they will pour it in the path of your enemies. Yeah. In the realm of the spirit is by speaking. You see, so Jesus said that the only way you can overcome and, and break into the house and take what belongs to to the person is to be stronger than the one in the house and in this case we are the one in the house and we must make sure that we are stronger than the opposition yeah recently I was telling Reverend Alex that he must teach us some self-defense techniques yeah you see because if right now a thief attacks you. I don't know whether you know how to fight. Some of us, we haven't been fighting. Fighting is not our thing. So he has to show us one or two things that you can do to overcome. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah, because if they they hold your hand now, you'll begin to cry. But maybe he will teach you that you can, there are five weak points on a human being. One is here, one is here, one is here. When you hit that place very hard, the person will become weak for three seconds. And you can move. Mm? You see, if you watch Chinese film, the killer always has a weak point. So if you can locate the weak point, and then, pion, then the killer is finished. So I say, Pastor Alex has to show us one or two techniques. You see, so in the realm of the spirit, you have to be strong. And in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, the Bible says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. This is an instruction. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Hallelujah. And then we went on to see that Jesus and Moses fasted for 40 days and nights. Amen. So as we are entering the year and we are entering into fasting and prayers, it, it won't be easy. When Moses came after the fast, Bible says his face was shining and the people could not even look at him. After these 21 days, ah, at least some small shiny will come on your face. Some small glory will come on your face. Hallelujah. So it's important that we put ourselves into the fasting and the prayers. And we meet here every evening, 5 to 8. Don't be home. Come here and let's pray. It's once in a year. Once in a year. Once. And you will not die if you fast. Tell the person sitting by you, you will not die if you fast. 
Amen. The second um, benefit we saw was the fact that it gives us dominion over demons. Wow. I mean, are you not excited that you can have dominion over demons? Yeah. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 17, he said that, how be it, verse 21, this kind goeth not out, but by the singular action of prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Prayer mixed with fasting is very fantastic. Hallelujah. Yeah. Prayer mixed with fasting is, is too powerful. The disciples were trying to cast out the devil. Pierre caught, Pierre caught, Pierre caught. Nothing happened. Then Jesus said that, no, 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 no. This one. And he was referring, this one was an epileptic demon. He said, this one. And let's pray and fasting. I mean, if Jesus was a Ghanaian, he would have said that, just a prayer and fasting. Amen. Are you in the church? So, so, so it gives us dominion over demons, which is a very important, you know, ability to have. In Isaiah 58 verse 6, the Bible says, is not this the fast that I have chosen to lose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke. So when we fast, we have dominion over demons. Number three, Fasting and prayer draws us closer to God. Amen. Fasting and prayer draws us closer to God. Hallelujah. Fasting and prayer draws us close to God. How many want to be close to God? All of us want to be close to God. And so fasting and prayer, it has the power to draw you close to God. When we look in the life of Jesus, we can see that Jesus, he drew close to God as he fasted and prayed all the time. When you read the account in Matthew chapter 4, the Bible says that when he finished the fasting, angels and things came to even minister to him. Hallelujah. Moses, he went to, he went to fast for 40 days. And afterwards, he had been so long in the presence of God that even his countenance changed. Hallelujah. When you read Isaiah chapter 58 verse 9, the Bible says, Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Isaiah 58 verse 9. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. You would cry and God would say, here I am. Hmm? So, when you fast and pray, we draw close to God. Fasting and prayer also has the power to, you know, wash away sins from our lives. It kind of burns it away. You get? So, the more you fast and pray, the less you have of the world, the stronger your spirit man becomes and the closer you get to God. You become more sensitive towards God. More sensitive towards God. So fasting and prayer draws us close 
to God. Amen. Number four. Jesus expects us to fast. Jesus expects us to fast. Matthew chapter 6 verse 16. Matthew chapter 6 verse 16. Jesus expects us to fast. It is the expectation of the Lord. Look at the person sitting by you. Tell the person, it is expected of you to fast. In Matthew chapter 6 verse 16, the Bible says, Moreover, when ye fast, when ye fast, not if you fast, but when you fast. Hallelujah. Amen. Not if, but what? When. Which means that you, you must fast by all means. So Jesus was saying that when you fast, you see, not if you fast. So everybody, it is expected of us to fast. God is expecting you to fast. Jesus is expecting you to engage in fastings. Hallelujah. And if Satan can get you not to fast and not to pray, then Satan has an easy time stealing what belongs to you. So Jesus expects us to fast. And then number five, fasting helps us to overcome sin in our lives. Fasting helps us to overcome sin in our life. Fasting helps us to overcome sin in our life. How many want to overcome sin in their lives? May you succeed in the name of Jesus. Now, to overcome sin, you need to deploy the tool of fasting, especially. And I will explain to you. Now, when you fast, three things that will happen to you. You'll be hungry, you'll be weak, and you will be tired. Okay? These three things will happen to you when you fast. Number one, you'll be what? Number two, you'll be weak. And on number three, in Psalms 35 verse 13, the Bible says, But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer returned into my own bosom. Wow. When you read Isaiah 58 verse 3, the Bible says, Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Now, when you fast, when we fast, we are denying our bodies of a necessary ingredient of life, which is food and water hallelujah you are saying no to food which is very important it's not a sin to eat you see even to overeat i don't think it's a sin but no excesses are not recommended so excess is overeating but sin basically is not a food when you are eating it's not a sin 
and you actually need the food to live is that not the case you actually need the water to live but if you develop the habit to say no the discipline to say no to what you like through fasting that ability can then be translated into your moral life amen so when you're able to fast and fast and fast often and you decide when you eat not the food telling you when to eat it but you decide and you tell the food i'm not eating till i break the fast i'm not eating i'm not drinking water till i break the fast what happens is that you develop that ability and then now when other things are tempting you you discover that ah by you fornication i don't need you to live stealing i don't need you to survive so i'm saying no to you now i say no to stealing i say no to lying i say no to all sorts of things it becomes easier because you have said learned to say no to food amen you can be as hungry as a lion but you will not eat and so it becomes a discipline that you develop the ability to say no because the things that will come against you would come through the channels of your desires first john chapter 2 verse 15 first john chapter 2 verse 15 the Bible says in 1st John chapter 2 verse 15 Love not the world neither the things that are in the world If any man love the world the love of the Father is not in him For all that is in the world the lust of the flesh Wow In tree it is called Hunam Akono huh? The lust of the flesh which includes things like even sleeping. Hey! The last of the flesh. The last of the eyes. The last of the eyes. The eyes. And the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Give me Message Bible. This verse, Message Bible. Practically everything that goes on in the world, wanting your own way, wanting everything for yourself wanting to appear important has nothing to do with the father it just isolates you from him wow i've never read this scripture in this uh, before wanting everything wanting your own way and wanting to appear important so if you can control the wanting to eat you 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 would more easily have dominion over these other lusts are you listening to me so a very powerful benefit of fasting is that it gives you the ability to say no to say no to smoking to say no to drinking it's a no you must say to it you must say no. You, you look at it and say, look, you even Kenke, I've said no to Kenke for one week. How much more you? I will not smoke again. 
And you see, suddenly, you've developed a certain ability to say no. Very important. No to fornication. No to stealing. No to many things that we should say no to. Yeah. You see, as I'm fasting, I've not listened to the radio since I started fasting. Yeah. It's part of, I've included it in my fast. But since I started the fast, I don't know what they have been saying. Yeah, and I don't care. I'd rather play Dumbo songs. Yeah, I'd rather play preaching. Huh? I'd rather play, play preaching and listen to preaching. And they should be there. Three weeks. So fasting is so many things. Even you, at the point you can fast your work. You can fast your work. Yeah. Maybe you so the last two days of the fast, I'll try to get an excuse duty so that I can be away from work. It's all past of the fasting. So the basic is food. Then you can you can upgrade to food and water. Then you can upgrade and add some sleep. You're also fasting some sleep. And the night is all sleeping your food dose. You will sacrifice. Maybe you can start with one-tenth of your sleeping time. <laughs> you use it for prayers. Hallelujah. You listen to me. Yeah, so it's a benefit that we get from fasting. The ability to say no. So these are five benefits of fasting. And I want us all to really benefit from the fast that we are doing. Now I mentioned that when you are fasting, you will be hungry, you will be weak, and you will be tired. Because some of us may think that because we are hungry, we should stop the fast. No. That is the whole point about the fast. You should be hungry. You should be hungry to the point where you are seeing stars. Yeah. You will be hungry to the point where you can't move around easily. Yeah. That, it is that. It is correct. Nothing bad is happening to you. Maybe you are feeling dizzy. If you are feeling dizzy, what should you do? Take one cube of sugar or take a bottle of Coca-Cola to get some sucrose into you, glucose, and then you are moving. Hypoglycemia. Hypoglycemia is the lower one, right? Aha. Uh-huh. So it's hypoglycemia that's happening to you. Of course, try not to die. So if you are diabetic, you have to do the fast on a kind of a regulated um, whatever. You know. But you see, abstaining from your normal food is even fasting. You see, some of you, your breakfast is uh, maybe um, what? Yams and ampesi or something, or even fufu. In the morning, you eat fufu or abitir. And in the afternoon, you eat um, banku or something. Then in the evening, you, you eat something light, like rice. <laughs> so, so, listen, even for such a person, you can even decide that, look, this fast, I've not tried it before, but I'm going to try it this time. What I'm going to do is that in the morning, I will eat cocoa. Yeah. In the afternoon, I eat cocoa. In the evening, I eat cocoa. It's it's a form of fast, amen, which can catapult you into the total 
abstinence part. I get what I'm saying. In fact, when you read the Bible, we have, we have the fasting where you eat unpleasant bread. So that one is fasting, but you don't eat what you normally eat. You just eat something, something small, something, something just to get by. And then you just move on. Okay? Are you with me? So whatever happens, try to fast. And when you try to fast, you will go through the hunger, the stars, the tiredness, the dizziness, the hot and cold feeling. It's not hamatan you are feeling. It's the fasting that you are feeling. You know? And all those things will come. But it's, and then as you go through them, your body becomes hardened. Because actually, your body can exist without food and water for a long time. Yeah. So a time will come, even one day, it's like nothing. And really, I think most of us here don't eat more than two meals a day. I mean, very few people eat three meals. Pastor Alex, or you think it's not the case? They eat breakfast. Then they eat lunch. Then they eat supper. People eat like that. Most of the time, we eat like that when you go for a conference or something. And now in the hotel, they've served the breakfast, they've served the lunch, and they've served the supper. But normal people, you see, you find out that many of us, we, we hardly eat in the morning. And that's our mistake even. They say you have to eat in the morning, and especially, you know. But anyway, we are not talking about that. What, what I'm saying is that try to fast, okay? And as you try to fast, God is going to bless you. We are making ourselves strong for the year. And Satan will not overcome us. We are coming to pray for about 10-15 minutes. God of mercy and compassion. Thank you, Jesus. Look with upon me. Thank you, Jesus. Father, let me call me Child returns to thee. Jesus, Lord, I ask for mercy. Let me love in blood all my sins. I now
Jesus Lord, sing it again. Jesus Lord, I Again, Jesus Lord. Jesus Lord, I ask for mercy. Let me not be blinded. All my sins are now tested. For the last time, Jesus Lord, Jesus Lord, I ask for mercy. Let me know if one all my sins are now you to pray for yourself are you with me and you are praying and saying that Lord help me to achieve great things this year hallelujah help me to achieve great things this year great things I don't know what are great things for you for some of you maybe to go to school some of you may be to travel some of you may be to overcome a major setback in your life. Some of you may be to establish a new business. But you want to say, Lord, help me to establish and achieve great things in my life this year. Begin to pray right now. Everybody, lift up your voice and lift up your hands and begin to pray that God will help that God will help you. Maybe it's a church you want to plant. You want to say, Lord, help me to plant a church this year. Lift up your voice. The Bible says that they lifted up their voice to heaven. Lift up your voice. The Lord's ears are open unto the cries of the righteous. Oh, yes, God will help you this year. In the name of Jesus, you will achieve great things. You will achieve great things. You will do great things. You will do mighty things. You will do bigger things. In 2015, pray for yourself. In the name of Jesus. This is the year that you prayed for the longest. This is the year that you read the whole Bible through. This is the year that you witnessed to people. This is the year that you established businesses. This is the year that you started your building projects. This is the year that you finished your building projects. This is the year that you bought a car. This is the year that you finished paying off the loan. You want to say, Lord, help me to achieve great things in 2015. Pray right now. Pray right now. Help us, Jesus. 
Father, we pray for ourselves. We pray for our businesses. and We pray for our Christianity. We pray for the things that are ahead of us. Help us to achieve greater things. Help us to achieve bigger things. Help us to do the impossible. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This is our year of overcoming. This is our year of climbing the mountain. In the name of Jesus. Bakole bashada dabam. Help us, Jesus. Oh Lord, we pray. Let this year be a year of achievement. Let it be a year of climbing the highest mountain. Let it be a year of running the fastest. In the name of Jesus. A year of traveling. A year of overcoming. A year of doing new things. A year of a new business. A year of marriage. A year of childbirth. A year of deliverance from loans and debts. In the name of Jesus. A year of achievement. A year of writing books. A year of doing what we have not been able to do before. In the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. A meaningful year. A meaningful year. A meaningful year. A year of building. A year of serving the Lord. A year of doing something tangible in the house of the Lord. A year of repair. God will repair your marriage this year. God will bring joy back into your marriage. God will turn your water into wine. In the name of Jesus, God will turn your minimum into maximum. This is the year. This is the year. This is the year of increase. This is the year of multiplication. This is the year, a year of light. That darkness shall leave your life. And light shall replace darkness in your name of Jesus. That strength shall replace weakness in your life in the name of Jesus. This is your year. This is your year. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We are still praying. Now you want to pray and say, Satan, I oppose every work and activity that you would orchestrate against me. Everything Satan would design against you this year, you want to lift up a prayer to destroy it. I said you want to lift up a prayer to destroy it. I said you want to lift up a prayer to destroy it. I said you want to lift up a prayer to destroy it. The traps that Satan has set for you, we smash them all in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You want to declare that the enemies that Satan has sent against your life, they shall flee in seven ways in the name of Jesus. You want to declare that the hole that the devil has dug for you, you will not fall in it in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray and demolish the work of Satan against your life. The work of poverty is demolished. The work of sickness is demolished. The work of um, divorce is demolished. The work of backwardness is demolished. The work of failure is demolished. The work of disappointment, it is demolished. Every work of Satan against your life, it is demolished in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we overcome the powers of darkness. We overcome witches. We overcome witch, witchcraft, witchcraft spells and incantation. The Bible says that there is no enchantment or there is no incantation and there is no spell that can be cast against Israel. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, oh yes. Every spell that has 
be cast against you. In the name of Jesus, we undo it. The curses that are following you, in the name of Jesus, we break them. In the name of Jesus, we break them. In the name of Jesus, we break them. Every work of Satan against your life, we break it in the name of Jesus. We stop the devil right there in the name of Jesus. You will not succeed. You will not steal that baby. You will not take that child. You will not break that marriage in the name of Jesus. You will not collapse that business in the name of Jesus. You will not bring that sickness. You will not destroy that car. You will not bring that accident. You will not kill that person in the name of Jesus. You will not succeed. We forbid you in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. And lastly, we want to pray for church. I would like all of us to turn around and look at the back of the church. We are praying this prayer, looking backwards for two reasons. Number one, the emptiness must go. I said the emptiness must go. And then we are also, as we pray, we are calling all our church members, church visitors, anybody who has registered in the church, been in the church, and is now home or away, as we pray this prayer, some magnetic ropes are going to capture them and bring them back to fill this house. As we pray, we declare that this house is full and not empty in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray for the church. Pray for the church. Pray for the filling of the church. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. We come on, so take a man, Shatalabo, Sekelababam. We come on, so tola bas, Shatayabo, Seketayababam. Yes, Satole Bashakaba Sakatalabo Sherebebe. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We command the emptiness to go. Oh, Sakoto, we fill every chair. We fill the space with people, with souls. In the name of Jesus, Katole Babam. We pray that the difficulty that people have in rising up and coming to church shall be broken in the name of Jesus. Father, may they be able to rise up and come to church. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the realm of the Spirit, we open the closed doors of the church. In the realms of the Spirit, we open the doors of the church and we invite the whole city into the church in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Kalo Begin to put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, Lord, ask for mercy. Let me know in pain. Thank you, Jesus. We ask you for mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Have mercy on us. One more time, Jesus Lord. Jesus Lord. I 
your mercy and for your grace. Help us. As a church, help us. As a people, help us. As businessmen, help us. We can't do anything except to help us. As pastors, help us. As Christians, help us. As couples, help us. As singles, help us. Father, your help, your grace, and your mercy. I thank you, Lord, that our prayers are not in vain. You have actually heard, and you will actually do for us. We give you all the praise, and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. God, I lift my head in We believe you've been blessed by this message. For copies of this message, visit our Vision Bookshop at our church premise near Wampo One. I worship you. Would you sing it with me? I worship you, great I am.